What's up? Welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself, bro. I'm your host, Jake Letizia. How you doing, dude? Another week, bro. Another fucking week that we are still alive, dude. We're still alive. We're still breathing. You're out there making money or or not. You're either collecting unemployment checks or making money or on the street. If you're on the street, I don't know how you're listening to this, but I hope you get better, dude. <laughs> I hope however you're listening to this podcast, you're doing okay uh, or you will be doing well soon, dude. Um, me, I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. I, uh, I don't know. I guess we'll start like this. We'll start with we'll start with what's on my mind, dude. Okay. There's been something on my mind recently. I've been kind of annoyed recently because this is not a thing that I've heard uh exclusively uh uh a couple of days ago. This is something that I've heard within the past couple of years. But for whatever reason, in the past month, I've been hearing it a lot, and it's a it's a complicated issue, okay. And I, okay, I'll start I'll start by just saying like it's it's okay to to look all right, okay. Like it's okay to look mid. It's okay to be a six out of ten. You know, it's it's okay to 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 not be hot it's it's all good the the reason why i say that is because i feel like i hear so many people like self-proclaim that they are hot i i i know i know people and i've heard people and i've and i've talked to people who want very deeply in their core for me and the world to perceive them and tell them that they are hot. And almost every time it happens, it's the same kind of a person. It's a person who is attractive, but I wouldn't, they're not hot. (laughs) And that's okay. You know, I'll meet men who, who demand that I think they are handsome. They talk about themselves as if there's not a, a, a unbiased third party in front of them to give an opinion. They talk about how they are perceived by the world as if I'm not a part of the world. And they want me so bad. Sometimes you'll talk to somebody and they will say they're handsome so many times that, that you can see the twinkle in their eye that they just want you to say it to them. And it's a, it's a hard position to be in because sure saying to this person who needs to be handsome, yeah, you're handsome is going to help them momentarily. It's going to help them in this very specific moment where they need to hear this kind word. But I think the right thing to do that will help them throughout the rest of their, throughout the rest of their life is to say, honestly, you're a good looking dude, bro, but you ain't handsome. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like what happened to being all right, dude? What happened to being I, what happened to looking? Okay. Okay. People run the fucking world, dude. 
Okay, people have thoughts and dreams, and they and they make up for the fact that they're not hot by by becoming an interesting individual. <laughs> like being alright looking is something to aspire to, dude. You rise to the occasion of not being hot. But I feel like nowadays people are like, fuck that. I just want, I'm going to have, I'm going to find a way for the world to say I'm hot. So I don't got to rise to anything. <laughs> I don't know. And then you have this weird thing where they, I don't know. Dude, also what is hot? I'm, I don't know. People say hot so often it means nothing now, dude. Hot and handsome mean nothing to me, dude. Also, people have such different definition of what's hot, what's handsome, who's attractive, who's not. There's so many different variables that I'm I'm confused when people demand that I call them something in which the definition is arbitrary and meaningless, dude. Someone says to me, I'm hot. I go, what does that mean? Because even within hot, even within the up, hot is like the top 10, 5, 10% of human beings, dude. Men and women, whoever the fuck, the top, t the top 10% of, of, of beauty in the world is hot. Most of us aren't it. And that's, that's okay, dude. You know why? Because there's 90% of us who aren't, and we're all f a, a, a fucking each other. And we're all attracted to each other. There's more of us than there are the hot people. And that's a good thing, because then you don't need to be hot to, to, to date a hot person, to have sex with a hot person. You can... <laughs> if you are all right looking, you are in the best sector of, of life, dude. You are in the best position, dude. Because you can go up. <laughs> if you're hot, all you all you can do is fuck people uglier than you. What kind of a miserable life is that, dude? Every time you have sex with somebody, it's somebody who looks worse than you, dude. That's rough. Okay? Imagine if... Dude, that's why there's certain things that you don't want to be the best at. I don't want to be the best chef. Because then if I eat McDonald's, I'm going to be a cunt about it. You know? If I'm the best chef in the world, then when I eat most meals, I'm bummed out. Okay? If I'm the hottest person in the world, then when a, when a person's barking up my tree to fuck or date or whatever when someone's trying to participate in my life they are at the very they are at, they are they are starting out as uglier than me <laughs> okay which is fine which is okay dude because i as an as i as the uglier person in these scenarios Hotter people enjoy being with uglier people. It happens sometimes, dude. I have often been with people who are better looking than me because because I you develop a thing. I don't know. There's a weird thing where like I feel like sometimes I feel like body positivity I think body positivity in general is a good thing, but sometimes I think it's bled into Instead of being positive about everyone's bodies, it's like, let's just, everyone tell me I'm hot. And then you're like, no, you aren't hot, but, but that's, that's, a, that's a good thing. 
You aren't hot, but a lot of people want to fuck you. A lot of people are attracted to you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like most, like a lot of people are not hot and they're very attractive and people are attracted to them. I would say that more people are attracted to people who aren't hot. And that sounds like nonsense and it, because I'm phrasing it like kind of, I'm phrasing it in a way that it, it is nonsense. But do you, you know what I mean? Hot women struggle. Okay? Hot men, dude, have a hard time, bro. <laughs> There's benefits to being hot, of course. But at the same time, I don't know. Have you ever seen a group of women in a bar and there's the there's the super hot one, there's there's the attractive one, and then there's and then there's a, 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 the third person who is silly and fun and probably the one you want to talk to the most, but she is not as attractive as the other two. And and the the person who is attractive but not hot is always crushing it, dude. They're always crushing it, bro. Everyone's got a friend who's attractive who's crushing it. Same thing with dudes, dude. Ultra hot dudes tend to be dumb as fuck, bro. When you see a group of dudes, the group of dudes and groups of uh, women are made of the same makeup for the most part, dude. You'll see groups of dudes with the hottest fuck guy, a, a okay looking dude or an attractive dude who's interesting and a dude who's the maybe the funniest man you ever met, but, he, but women don't want to fuck him. Okay? And the guy in the middle is crushing it. Also, if you're hot, I don't know. You want to be in the sweet spot. You want to be not ugly, but you don't want to be hot because that, because then also you're a good person. There's a ratio of, of rejection to acceptance that you need to meet to be a person that people want to talk to. <laughs> 1000% dude if you get rejected too much you end up shooting a bunch of people I'm not it's not a good thing but that's what usually happens <laughs> okay school shootings happen a lot dude it's because it's because these kids think there's no way out <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, it's for a lot of reasons, okay? There's a lot of reasons why those awful things happen. But one of the reasons is the, it's a kid who thinks he will never, ever fuck in his whole life, dude. Okay? And and he goes nuclear with it. And then there's the kid. That's a kid who's rejected one time too many. You want to be in the sweet spot of like... You get rejected five times and then you get to the point where you're like, I'm never ever, no one will ever love me. And then right when you think no one will ever love me, someone comes in and loves you. And then you're like, oh, okay. No, there are people in the world who love me. Not everybody. I'm not, I'm not walking around being like, I've never been rejected. I'm out here being like, I've been rejected. It happens to everybody, but sometimes you hit it off with someone and you have a great time. That's where you want to be. Okay. Cause at the, uh, that that's, that's the sweet spot. Okay. And at the end of that spectrum is you, you're at that moment where you're like, no one will ever love me. And then you get rejected two more times. And then you're like, I was right. I'm got, I'm buying a gun. <laughs> 
I'm laughing because it's it's unfortunately a true thing. It's unfortunately true, dude. It's unfortunately true that like that there's a there's a math equation of re- of rejection, and if you hit it, you 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 kill yourself or other people a lot. <laughs> it's fucking awful, dude. It's awful, but it's true. It's true. A lot of men in particular will kill themselves or other people when they've been rejected 17 times. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know the exact number. But the, the you know, the statistics the statistics will show you that men who get rejected a lot, they go down a dark road, okay? But on the other end of the spectrum, if you're a guy who the first time you like a lady, she likes you back. You're you you start on a path that might not be good. Cause if the first ten people, first five people, if you're in high school and the first five people you're attracted to are also attracted to you and you end up dating them or having sex or whatever the fuck, if that happens, then you're 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 on a steady path toward towards being a cunt. You're on a steady path towards being an unrelatable douchebag you just are dude and that might not happen for both things it might not happen if you get severely rejected you might just end up being a chill dude who accepts the darkness of life dude that could be you and if you just never non-stop people want to fuck you you might be like you know what this is a blessing and i'm happy for it you can end up a good guy but a lot of times people don't dude when the world is given to you you often end up being a cunt it's just true because when the world is given to you, you you think that you deserve the world. And you don't. You just got a nice jaw. <laughs> but then also a piece of this is like... People talk about this with such a bitterness in their heart. When there's no reason to be bitter, this is just what it is. This is just human nature. This is just how we are with beauty. With, 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 uh, with rejection. With... You know, this is how, this is who we are, dude. Like you'll see people mad at, at, at Chad's, you know, you've heard the terms, Chad, it used to be virgin and jock and now it's Chad and incel. People will get mad at the Chad's of the world, but like, it, it just is what it is, dude. Chad's are given the keys for their looks and then they drop the keys and fumble them and lose them because they're fucking dumb as shit. And then the all right looking people pick up the keys, put them in a safe, and then they get to they get to run things. <laughs> you know, you've never met a funny Chad. OK, or you know what you have? You've met one out of every 100 uh, perfect jawed dudes you've seen are funny. OK. And guess what? They're not that funny. I do... I don't know. (laughs) Now we're getting to the weeds, bro. Can you be hilarious if you're... If you're... If you're a a 10 out of 10 by the world's statistics? I don't know if you can, dude. I don't know if you can. I don't know how funny you can be. I mean, the world can perceive you as funny. You can definitely find people who think you're funny. Because, you know, people will do the I want to fuck you laugh. If people want to fuck you, they'll laugh at what you say. That's that thing that everyone says, like, uh, people like a sense of humor. It's like people, people laugh at guys whose faces they want to (laughs) fuck. 
dudes do it all the time dude i've i have done it and i've seen other men do it if uh, uh uh a woman who they find very attractive they will start giggling dude they'll giggle she might not be that funny but she will be that funny you know what i'm saying <laughs> He might not be that funny, but to her, he's that fucking funny. Because, you know, because nothing is objective in this world. Even very funny motherfuckers get to a point where people are pulled in by their charisma and so that the, the there's no more objective funniness. The objectiveness came from people not being pulled in by your charm, not being pulled in by your looks, not knowing who the fuck or caring who the fuck you are. And then you say something and they, they, they hear it for what it is and they either laugh or they don't. That's, that's the beginning of becoming funny. But when you're, you know, eventually your charm, a funny person's charm, taints whether or not taints the objective uh, objectivity of whether or not the thing they're saying is truly funny. And now I'm just like pontificating. <laughs> I'm, I don't even know what the fuck. Now I'm talking about comedy. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck, dude? I'm not funny. I'm a dumb cunt. Doesn't matter. I'm all right looking and so are you and that's okay. It's okay to be okay looking. It's okay, dude. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before too. Whatever, it's fun to talk about. Also, sometimes things come up again, dude. Sometimes, you know, life doesn't change that much and people say the same things and you comment on similar things and hopefully each time you cover it, there's something new that comes out of it. <laughs> so hopefully there was something new that came out of it this time. But yeah... It's very confusing to me. I also just have never wanted to be hot. You know, I like when I was a kid, I wanted facial hair. <laughs> like I didn't even like I saw I saw like uh, like scruff. I saw Harrison Ford have scruff, have a rough beard. And I was like, I want that. You know, I guess you so I guess you I guess whether you're conscious of it or not, you want to be handsome or you want to be hot. I understand the desire to want to be hot. But I feel like once you get to in into your 20s, once you're like 27 years old, 28 years old, it's like if you're standing there being like, I'm hot, I'm handsome, the world, why don't you guys think so? I think you're focusing on the wrong things in your life. <laughs> I think if you're 28 and you're, and you're, and you're begging the world to tell them your worth, I think you gotta, you gotta change some things up. That's, I, that's, I mean, that's my opinion. You know? I don't know. Sometimes it's a genuine person who like wants, who just wants some validation, but sometimes it's people who like, they just want, they just, they just, no amount of attention is enough. You ever meet a person who no amount of attention is enough? They're fucking exhausting, dude. There are certain people in this world who just, 
suck the soul out of you, dude. Dude, uh, what we do in the shadows has the energy vampire, the person who's like talking to you nonstop and boring as fuck to the point where like they 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 exercise all energy from you. They take all energy from you. They feed off that energy. Okay, but I don't know. I don't watch what we do in the shadows. I don't. Uh, well, I watch some of it. It's, it's it's good. I love the movie. I gotta watch more of the show. But the the idea of the energy vampire, I feel like there's also another type of energy vampire, and maybe the show covered it. I don't know. But there's another type of energy vampire that is like the person who like is attractive, has the attention of the world. They're charismatic. When people talk to them, they're interested in what they're saying. And then, and then that attention that they immediately get is not enough attention and they just keep sucking it and sucking it and, and, and just, and honestly, it's worse than energy vampire. Sometimes it's worse because you don't know what's happening. An energy vampire, you, you know, it's happening, dude. It's the guys talking about fucking the sandwich he bought. And he's talking about how, how he's, he's trying Tinder again, but it's not that good. And he, and he, he played, uh, the new God of war, but he expected it to be set in Egypt, even though no, no one told him that was going to happen. Like that's a guy who just bothers you. But the other type of guy is like telling you about life and he's, and he's, and he's painting a picture for you or she's, or she's like winking at you or, 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 uh, uh, telling you about this trip she went on that's like extravagant and beautiful they tell you all these beautiful things but then the moment you try and go oh yeah well that's interesting that reminds me of uh this one time where they they don't listen to that part they cut that they slice that part off literally your fingers coming out and they slice the tip of it off and you go ah oh my god why did you slice my finger and before before you can even register that your finger, before you can even even get some sympathy, before you can get a reaction to the fact that your finger got cut off, they're talking about Greece. <laughs> they're talking about their sadness. They're talking about how someone in their life uh, betrayed them. They're talking about the first love of their life. And then you're like, oh yeah, well let me relate. And then they cut your whole hand off, dude. They cut your fucking hand off. And then you're like, ah, that's worse. That's worse, dude. My hand is gone now. And but then they keep going, dude. They talk about their money and how and how much they're making in the stock market. And they and they fucking buy you another beer. Or no, they don't even buy you another beer. They somehow convince you to get them a beer. And meanwhile, you're fuck. You're like, where did my hand go, dude? Do you see that my hand's not here? And they're they don't even know that you don't have a hand, bro. They cut your hand off, and they're like, I never did that. Listen to my story. That kind of a person is exhausting, dude. <laughs> that kind of that kind of a person. You can't believe they exist sometimes. You're just like, bro, I don't have enough for you. <laughs> I don't have enough for you, man. And then that's the type of person who will tell you later they've never been rejected in their life. And then you're like, what the fuck are you? I'm doing it now. <laughs> I right now, I right now am, am rejecting you, dude. 
I'm rejecting this interaction from happening again. Give me my hand back. <laughs> That's the thing I hear a lot. I hear a lot. I, I've heard. I've heard. I've heard a lot of people say I've never been rejected in my life. And if that's happened, if you really have never been rejected in your life, you need to go walk up to someone at a bar tonight, and you have to go. Hey, you want to go out sometime? And you need to do that until ten people say no. Okay. You, if you've never been rejected in your life and you are 25 years old or older, you, you need to get some under your belt. <laughs> Dude, you need to get some under your belt because it's fucking with your brain. It for sure is fucking with your brain. Whether you're conscious of it or not, it's fucking with your brain and, and people are getting upset. <laughs> But also the interesting thing is I don't believe that. Whenever someone's told me they've never been rejected in their life, they have been. They just they just pretend it didn't happen. You ever meet people like that where someone fully rejects them and they're like, no, well, she just never responded. So I don't even know if that was going to happen. And you're like, well, no, nah, I mean that, you know, a not, a not, not responding is a response. Not responding is a response, and you get just gotta take it. You just gotta go. Yep, okay. If you're talking to somebody for a while and you're flirting back and forth, and suddenly she just doesn't respond to you anymore, whether she was interested or not, she's she's now saying nah. <laughs> and people could say nah and and be interested. They're just not interested enough. <laughs> But then you'll have people be like, well, that's not a rejection. I was never rejected. And you're like, maybe, maybe, maybe also part of the problem is that we need to, we need to define reject. We need to define hotness and rejection more. If somebody, if you walk into a bar and everyone in the bar looks at you and goes, holy fuck, you're hot. Okay. And if you try and set up a date with a woman and it never happens, you got rejected. <laughs> You did, dude. You did. Okay? If you were in the makings of setting something up and it never happened, you got rejected, dude. And that's okay. And if you and if you are if you are sitting, if you are saying out loud, "I'm hot. I'm hot." You're probably not. <laughs> you probably are not and that's okay dude and that's okay bro if you gotta ask people you probably ain't it dude and that's okay <laughs> that's the end of the first half uh, uh i'll see you guys in the second part all right i'm back what's up um yeah so it's okay to not be hot <laughs> you're probably attractive I don't know. I've, I've, I've talked enough about this. I've talked about this for a half hour now. I've talked about half uh, half the podcast has been about this. <laughs> um. Yeah. What, what? 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 There was something else I want to talk about. Speaking of attractiveness, no. <laughs> I was at I was at two weddings this year and they both were very fun. Very attractive people. 
Very attractive people got married. I won't say if they're hot or not, but they very attractive, dude. That's enough. Being attractive is enough. You don't got to be handsome, dude. Or hot. You don't got to be either, dude. You could both just be two attractive people smooching and getting married and spending your lives with one another. Um, no, but I was at two weddings and... Um, Someone brought up uh, uh, objections. They were like, do you think anyone's going to ever object? Uh, do you think anyone's going to object? Like, that was a joke that people brought up at both weddings. And it made me think, and, and it made other people I was talking to start talking about how, has has anyone ever objected at an actual wedding? Does that How often does that happen? Like, is there anyone on their wedding day hoping someone will object? And it made me think about, it made me think about this one, um, I think it's happened a couple of times, but there was a one specific instance where a friend of mine got invited to his ex's wedding and he thought it was very strange. And I said to him, I go, have you talked to her recently? And he goes, no, we haven't talked in a long time. I go, uh, did you guys end it well? And he was like. He was like, he was like, I mean, it, it didn't end poorly. It ended fine, but I just haven't talked to her in like two years. I haven't talked to her since she met this guy. And I was like, well, are you going to go to the wedding? And he goes, no, definitely not. Why would I go? And I remember in the moment thinking to myself, yeah, why would you go? And then it wasn't until I was having this conversation that it all clicked in my brain. That is that woman wanted an objection. (laughs) I think if you are an ex of someone and you have not spoken to that woman or that man in two fucking years. And you and, and you don't know anything about their partner and you're just suddenly out of the blue invited to their wedding that's 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 a woman being like hey can you fucking help me can you save me from this mistake that's a woman going i think about you every day so much so that i want you to show up and 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 ruin this whole thing i want you to be a homewrecker dude that is the ultimate homewrecker is 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 standing up at a wedding and being like nah bro i mean it must be why there must have been a lot of objections back in the day there must have been a lot of objection objections and then fights to the death back during dueling time that is probably when they established the rule of objection because back then you could just kill a guy and take someone's wife <laughs> the good old days now no 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 damn dude if only i could just kill a guy and and take his wife now, dude. Damn, dude. <laughs> There's some women I know who would love to kill a woman and take their man. <laughs> oh man, that's funny that that is that that that's true. I can think of specific uh, women I know who would probably be like, if you if it was legal, I'd do it. <laughs> Men too, men too, but I, I I feel like of my female friends, I feel like more of them would plot to do that than, than the men I know. 
And not even out of uh, moral superiority. I just think the women I know pro- probably, you know, they they they're better at scheming. <laughs> Most of the men I know I think would be too lazy to kill a man f- for a woman. <laughs> Is that romantic? I bet you some people would find that romantic, right? Some people would find it romantic if you murdered someone to be with them. This particular woman who's inviting him to object, murder might be crossing a line, but she wants some sort of murder. She wants you to murder their relationship to be with her. This is all assumption, but I'm right on this, right? I'm like, she's definitely, that's why she's, that's why she's hitting him up. Dude, he should have went, dude. He should have went to see the vibe. Bro, I'm telling you right now, if an ex of mine from 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 fucking 9 years ago, if an if I if a woman who I think is beautiful and who I had a I had a meaningful connection with is getting married and she invites me to her wedding and I have not spoken to her in years, I am going to that wedding just to see what the fuck is going on. I'm going to the wedding just to just to be like, "Hey, why am I here?" It's great to see you, but what is happening? Wouldn't you want to show up just to find out if if she is trying to make you object? Uh, maybe uh, maybe it's a... <laughs> I don't know. I, I 100% would. Why would you not? Also, you would know so quick. You would, you would get to the wedding, okay? You'd be chilling the fuck out. Bring a plus one. Bring a plus one. Bring a friend of yours, okay? Don't bring a date. Bring a friend of yours. Bring a, bring a female friend of yours. <laughs> this is what I would do if I got asked. I would go to the wedding. I would bring a female friend of mine. And I would... And I would wait till I met her. Till I saw her. Well, no, you gotta see her before they get married. Well, she's your invite, so you're going to see her before the wedding. She's your invite. You. This is what you do. You show up, and you text her. You go, hey, I'm here at the wedding. Can't wait to see you later. And she, if she wants you to object, she will text you back, right? And then you go to the back room or wherever with the lady you're on, you're, you took to the wedding, okay? So immediately she's like, what's going on, dude? Is this a friend, or is he in love with this woman now? Is all for naught? <laughs> Then you go up to the, then you, then you're, you know, then you introduce her. You're like, oh, this is my friend. And then she's like, oh, friend. But also this guy's chill, dude. This guy's chill, dude. This guy has a female friend, dude. He's not coming here sad with a man. That's cool, bro. (laughs) He's not coming here with one of his buds sad as fuck. No, he's coming up riding high with a beautiful female friend. That's cool. Okay. Then. You're like, hey, are you excited for the wedding? It's it's gonna be a good. She pulls you. She'll probably pull you. If she's looking to object, this is what'll happen. You'll walk in. She'll meet you and the girl and 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 your friend who, who's there. She'll tell. She'll be like, oh, nice to meet you. Oh, she's very pretty. You'll be like, oh, she's just my friend. And then she'll be like, oh, thank God. And then she'll pull you aside and she'll be like, I'm kind of nervous. And then you'll be like, oh, really? What are you nervous about? And she'll go, I don't know if I should do this. And then you'll look at her and be like. Why wouldn't you want to do it? And then she'll say something like, I don't know, maybe there's someone else out there. And then you go out there and you object no matter what. <laughs> and then you go out there and whether you're still interested or not, you ruin that wedding, dude. Because 
God damn it, she invited you. <laughs> okay? This guy, you know what? This guy's a dick, bro. He didn't do the he had a service to do. He had a he had a duty to fulfill, and that was to ruin that fucking wedding, bro. That's the thing too, is that like I I would just You gotta do it. You gotta do it, right? If you went to this wedding and you had that whole exchange and it was very obvious that she did not that she wanted you to object you got to do it at that point if you're there if you're at the wedding and she gives you that much of if she give you that if she gives you that much of the go-ahead you gotta fucking ruin that thing right but then what happens dude then you and your friend Maybe don't bring a friend. Maybe bringing a friend is the is a bad move because what do you, your friends got to leave? Because you're gonna have to leave the moment you object. You gotta fucking leave. Also, but then again, dude, she might be wanting you to object just to fucking swat you down. <laughs> Maybe she wants you to object just so she could see how much her husband, her potential future husband, really loves her. Maybe she just wants to see how much of a fight he's putting up, dude. Maybe she's trying to create a fucking reality TV show, dude. Maybe she's trying to create the ultimate cinematic universe of her life. I don't know what she's trying to do, bro. Maybe she's trying to make her wedding a true event that nobody forgets. I don't know, dude. It's tricky, but I would I would go. <laughs> I would go and I would see it through, bro. And if it was just a way for her to make her wedding momentous, at least you made it happen, dude. All I'm saying is she's the bride and she wants you to be there, so you got to go. Weddings are chill. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, but that if if an objection was gonna happen, that's how it would happen. Do they object in my best friend's wedding? That movie's fucking deranged. That movie's deranged, dude. Best friend's wedding. It's fun. It's fun and it's interesting, but it's like doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. First of all, they're twenty eight. They're like twenty six or twenty eight or something. They're tw Julia Roberts. I don't know. I don't know how old Julia Roberts and the guy is. <laughs> Because that's who's in it is Julia Roberts, Cameron Diaz, and that guy. <laughs> Dude, that's every rom-com that I remember in my brain. I'm like, it's Rachel McAdams and some guy. Ryan Gosling and Matthew McConaughey are the only two dudes to, to, to make it into my brain from rom-coms. They're the only ones who've transcended into my brain, dude. The rest, the rest of those rom-coms, it's just, it's the female actress and this, and the guy that's like, the guy that, 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 who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know what, dude? <laughs> dude rom-coms and james bond movies are kind of the same if i'm being honest dude james bond is for the it's it's uh it's the guy dude it's the dude with the gun and it's made for the boys and he has all these women that are expendable that he fucks for one movie and rom-coms they're all they're for the ladies they're for the gals and those dudes don't matter <laughs> those dudes don't fucking matter dude they don't they don't until they do. 
There are exceptions, bro. The Notebook. I, that movie's fucking stupid as hell. But Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, they're a unit in that movie. Okay? I mean, Die Hard, bro. His wife is sick, dude. His wife is sick in that fucking Gennaro, bro. She's taking her own last name. Bro, I watched Die Hard recently, and because it's Christmas, and it's a Christmas movie, so don't start that shit. Dude, what, we have the dumbest arguments as human beings. People argue whether or not Die Hard is a fucking Christmas. Dude, I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of, dude, stop putting shit online that's not an argument and trying to have an argument. Is, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, dude. It's set on Christmas. They mentioned Christmas multiple times. It's, it's a Christmas movie, dude. They're playing Christmas music. It ends on a Christmas song. It's a fucking Christmas movie, dude. People say Merry Christmas in it. Holy shit. Is the Santa Claus a Christmas movie? Yes, dude. It doesn't need to be about Santa for it to be a Christmas movie. Batman Returns is a fucking Christmas movie, dude, with the penguin and Catwoman. When is it set? During that holiday? Then it's it. Anyway, Die Hard is much more progressive than I remember. But Die Hard is as progressive as that movie can be for that time. But it was, it was, I was watching it being like, wow, this is shockingly progressive. The whole plot of the movie is his wife is killing it in LA. And so he has to come visit her and it's putting a strain on their traditional relationship is that she's crushing it. And he kind of has to accept that women can crush it too, dude. (laughs) That's what that movie is, dude. That's what that movie is. Dude, Die Hard is a fucking... At, uh, at one of the greatest action movies of all time. Men love that movie. And I think a lot of people don't even understand. I think a lot of dudes don't even understand that that movie is femi- is kind of a feminist movie, dude. Now, it doesn't go all the way because for it's... It, they couldn't go all the way, bro. There's a, there's a major plot thing where she she's taking... She's taking her using her last name, even though they're still married because she wants to be her own person. And then at the end of the movie, the compromise is she starts calling herself Mrs. McLean again. You know. Back then, dude, back during that time, he's like, listen, you can have the... Listen, I'll compromise on the career if you compromise on the name. (laughs) That's as far as they could go. She couldn't be like, listen, I'm Gennaro and you need to be okay with that. During that time, during the 80s, bro. Dude, during the 80s, she has her own job and he accepts it by the end of the movie. That's pretty good, dude. That's pretty fucking, that's pretty forward thinking, bro. Although there are little bits that are like, fuck this job <laughs> like he takes off the rolex she she got this rolex from the company for being so good at her job and at the end uh hans gruber is like holding on to the rolex and they take off the rolex and they falls to his death it's a little bit of a subliminal like you know what fuck this career <laughs> but they don't say it outright which is good dude which is good <laughs> it's a, it's more progressive than i thought that i remembered it being um There are a lot of movies back then. Maybe it's just the movies that we remember, the movies that become timeless, or the ones that are that end up having the you know that the movies end up being ahead of their time in more ways than one. You know. But uh, anyway, why why was I talking about that? I don't even know. I was talking about weddings. Talking about Die Hard. Die Hard's a great movie, dude. That movie's so fucking good, dude. Bruce Willis is so good, dude. R.I.P. 
I know he's not dead, but he, you know, apparently he's suffering from dementia and so he can't do movies anymore. But that guy, dude, dude, Die Hard is nothing without Bruce Willis. I watched Looper recently too. I like the movie Looper. I do. I like it a lot. But before Bruce Willis shows up in that movie, it's an okay movie. And then Bruce Willis shows up and it's a good movie, dude. Bruce Willis adds so much to him. Dude, what happened? Dude, speaking of being all right, dude. Speaking of it doesn't matter if you're handsome. Bruce Willis is an okay looking man. (laughs) Bruce Willis is I. And he sells every movie he's in. You know why? Because he's gotta be. He's gotta, dude. He made up for... He doesn't look like a Hollywood star, so he fucking was charismatic like a Hollywood star, dude. His charisma pushed past his eye-looking face, and he and he made one of the greatest action movies all, of all time be one of the greatest action movies of all time because of his persona, dude. Because of his charisma. Because of the way he says, yippee Kaye motherfucker. Because of the way he says, no shit, lady, I ain't ordered a fucking pizza. Dude. Okay. Dude, madman, bro. Peggy, bro. Peggy is not the best looking lady, dude. She's great in Mad Men. <laughs> One of the best characters in the whole fucking show, dude. She's great. And then people, people, dude, that's, (laughs) that's the thing too, is people probably more with her than, um, I haven't watched a lot of Mad Men, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Her name is Peggy though, right? She's a good character. I watched maybe one season of, of that show. It's the season where somebody, uh, spoiler alert, kills himself at the end of it. I've only seen the fifth season for some fucking reason. But Peggy was sick, dude. Dude, I'll use I'll use my own I'll use my own fucking I'll use my own goddamn favorite show, Sopranos, dude. Janice, okay. Not the best looking lady, bro. Doesn't matter. She's one of the best fucking ladies of all time, dude. And she she's fucking in that show, dude. People want to fuck Janice, dude. And she's not hot. Who wants to be hot, dude? She's one of the greatest actors of all time. It's one of the greatest performances of all time, dude. Okay? And people will get mad. People get mad if you say that someone isn't hot. Why, dude? She's okay looking. Doesn't matter. She crushes it, bro. Fucking Bruce Willis is okay looking, dude. Doesn't matter, he crushes it, bro. Fucking James Gandolfini's ugly as shit, dude. It doesn't matter, he's crushing it, bro. R.I.P. I'm telling you, a lot of people in The Sopranos are fucking busted, dude. And that's the greatest show of all time. So if, if, if that's not evidence alone... For for not needing to be hot, I don't know what the fuck is, dude. <laughs> anyway, you're all hot. <laughs> anyway, everyone listening, you're hot as fuck. Um, 
No, 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 no. You guys got any crushes? <laughs> Changing subjects. You guys, you guys, uh, you guys got any crushes? I, uh, I have a friend, I have a friend who, ha who has a lot of crushes. He's not the first one to do this, but I've had some friends in my life where they got, they fucking, they have a lot of crushes and, and I'm here to say that, that, that he doesn't and you don't. If you have more than three crushes, if you have more than three people who you say you have a crush on, you don't have a crush. You just want to fuck those people, okay? And that's okay, dude. Everybody everybody has a lot of people in their brain who they want to have sex with or they want to kiss or they want to, you know, it doesn't have to be that graphic. Maybe it's more innocent. Who knows? Every day you walk past dozens of people who you see and you go, God damn, I want to fuck and kiss that woman. You do that, dude. Okay? You don't have a crush on those women. <laughs> sometimes I'm, sometimes I think people, uh, uh, people have like 10 people they see on a regular basis and they think all of them are hot or they think all of them are very attractive and because they see them on a regular basis they're like oh I have a crush on these people and it's like no you just are seeing people on a regular basis who you want to have sex with okay a friend of mine, she does the same thing. She's got a bunch of dudes who she's in love with and she's not in love with any of them. She just has like seven dudes who she sees a lot in life and and she wants to fuck the shit out of them. And that's fine, but they're not your crushes, dude. You are allowed three crushes in life, okay? And these are the three crushes, okay? The first one is somebody that you are wildly into that you are kind of obsessed with in a way that's not healthy like that's that's your crushiest of crush is okay you that's a person who you like so much and and every time you see them you start doing this weird crush math that that doesn't make any sense and is it's a lot of you coping and 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 wanting to believe that it, things mean something that don't you know, this, this crush is the person who like, you'll be at the bar and your shoulders will touch. And then later you tell your friend, Hey, our shoulders just touched. I think we're in love. And your friend goes, not every shoulder touch means something. He might've fell over. Okay. He might've was off balance for two seconds. Okay. This is the person who you, you asked her to a movie and she said yes. And then you saw the movie and you were like, I think she wanted to kiss but like, I think it was a date, but like, also like, I don't know if it was a date. Do you think it was a date? And then you, as your, fr as the friend go, I don't know. Did any of you say it was a date? And then they're like, I don't know, but it kind of felt like it was, but I'm not sure. And then you go, what day of the week was it? And they're like Friday. And you're like, that sounds like a date. And they're like, well, it was at 2 PM. And you're like, I'm done talking about this with you. <laughs> okay. The first one is the person you really fucking wish you would be with, and it's never going to happen. It's the person you dream of being with. And I'm sorry to say, you're fucked. <laughs> Not in the way you want. You're fucked as in, you're never going to be fucked, dude. Okay? The second crush. The second crush is 
this is a person who you're interested in them and they're interested in you. And every time you see them, it's flirty and it's like, ah, ah, ah. but it never, the timing sucks, dude. The timing never happens, dude. <laughs> it's a, per- they're never single when you're single. The, 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 you're never single when they're single. It just doesn't happen, dude. And you just, you have a great rapport. And when you look at each other, you're both thinking, God damn, I want to kiss them, but it won't happen, dude. It won't. And that's fine. And maybe one day it will, but probably not. But if the timing was right, it would happen. But the timing never will be. And the third kind of crush is somebody who you see all the time, who you don't even really think about as a crush. You like them a lot. You think they're very cute. And and they think you're very cute. It's another mutual one. And you could have something happen, but you won't. (laughs) You could both go... We should fuck today, but you won't (laughs) because honestly, if either of you said it out loud, the other one would be like, ah, let's not. So you're in just a perpetual state of like, I think she wants to. And he's like, I think she, I think I, did I say that right? I, did I say that right? (laughs) Sorry. I'm fucking losing my mind. It's a perpetual state of, I think she wants to. And then she's like, I think he wants to. And, but, but if either of us say it, it's, it's kind of going to ruin the whole thing. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crush made out of bullshit. It's a, it's a bullshit. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a, will they, won't they crush? It's like a, you want it, you want it to be now. Nah, well, the second one's will they, won't they? The first one is I want to so bad and I won't. The second one is will they, won't that will they, won't they? And the third one is we do, but let's never say it. <laughs> People are always like, are you guys dating? You guys seem like you like each other. And you're both like, eh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, you think? And you both know, but you're just not going to. Those are your crushes, bro. And if you and if you hit, if you go into a fourth zone with that, you're a fucking liar. If you go into a fourth person, it's just somebody you want to fuck, okay? And that's fine, dude. And that's fine. You're allowed to to. You're allowed to. You're allowed to like have a bunch of people you just want to, you just would like to have sex with, or you would like to go on dates with, you would like to pursue. You can have a lot of people you want to pursue, but you only have a few that you are pursuing. That's my point. And you can't be pursuing more than three people because if you are, you don't really give a fuck about the people. I think three is the maximum amount of people you can pursue honestly, uh, uh, and actually give a fuck about all of them. Actually, like, what? Like, that's it. There's only a certain... There's only a certain amount of energy that you can... There's only a certain amount of energy that you can expel and, uh... And, and, and to, to spend the energy of pursuing someone... Like, that can only, that can only top out at three people. And that's all I'm saying. And uh, with that, that's the timer. This podcast is over. Thank you for listening. Uh, Yeah, dude, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week. Jake, you're an idiot. Jake.
Jane.